Hello, Internet, and welcome to the Friendship Snake Podcast. I am your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined, as always, by... Brian Aspenson. Ooh, very nice. That is a one, Gunnar Kennedy. So, Gunnar, though neither of us are massive um, professional wrestling fans, uh, some stuff kind of... I wouldn't say a a massive fan. I'm saying, like, you know, I don't follow it too much, but I do follow, like, the big stuff. You're not you're not massive and also a fan. Well, I guess we could say that. Yes, I am a massive yeah, are, human are, being, and we a, are massive. And a we, are, we are massive and quasi fans. <laughs> yes, but I did see an article that came out, um, and I did see some YouTube clips about SummerSlam. Um, so WWE's event SummerSlam and AEW was it a pay per view? He came out on an AEW. Okay, are they actually directly no. competing pay per views? Well, no, no, no. So I mean, like they have. Their pay per view thing, but they're they are they have a Wednesday night program and a Friday night program. Okay. Um, which the Friday one kind of lines up with SmackDown, which is the the Fox deal. You know, they're they're Fox. Uh, are they still doing SmackDown and Raw every week and over WWE or no? Yes. Okay. So, and actually this is, yeah, so, uh, you know, sausage being made insider baseball. So, um, yeah, this is, so the WWE is the single most profitable wrestling company in the history of professional wrestling. Yes. And the trick to doing that is much like how GM became the most profitable auto manufacturer on earth, which is that the part of them that actually made money was not in any way, shape or form related to making cars. So oh, what extrapolate on that? All right. So GM didn't become like destroy the earth's economy kind of stuff until they started what was called GM um ex- the GM Acceptance Corporation or GMAC which is also known as GM Financial. Ah, yes, I am familiar with those people. So well, it was years ago. So much like that was the actual portion of GM that made money uh due to the unique wheeling and dealing that goes on what got Vincent J. McMahon and his family rich beyond the dreams of avarice was not running a wrestling company. It was selling the rights to other people to make, to show wrestling events. So much like how Donald Trump doesn't make money building buildings, Donald Trump makes his money Licensing his names to things. Sure. There, uh, up until, you know, the, so really the, you know, WWE became this global, like, mega, mega company, and they did it by, uh, filling two hours of scheduled time on primetime Fox on Fridays for however many years, uh, getting the Saudi Arabian government. And a couple of princes to pay them a bajillion dollars to what? pretend pretend it's nineteen ninety nine again, 
Because why have you? It's why you have these all these old fucks coming back and doing stuff. That's the Saudi Arabian influence. Yes, that's Saudi Arabian influence because that's what they want. That's that's what the, that's what they think is that's what they think is cool. You know, that was that that's their. It's 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 the real equivalent of. Do you ever see the movie? Um, I think it was the toy. Oh yeah, with, with um, Richard Pryor. With Richard, Richard Pryor, Pryor, yes, yes, Jackie Gleason. But yep. yes, is that 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 basically the notorious MSB there, the guy who paid his uh, crew to chop up Khashoggi. Yeah, and a bunch of the other princes were our super our super fans of late nineties WCW WWE wrestling, and they just want that. That's the moment in time that they're frozen at forever. Well, I mean, in fairness, that's probably a if I take nostalgia and set it aside, that was probably the greatest time on television for wrestling like yeah wwe actually oh. had competition and they actually had to set their game up in that regard. well and, yeah, yes there's that but it's but also the problem is is that everything about modern wrestling is ironic ironically they bring those people back but everything about modern wrestling especially at wwe is about hating and not doing that stuff so not doing what stuff doing the things that got them got you know made that the big fucking time you know again like it, i'm not even talking about like the fucking crazy hardcore hardcore death death match you know mankind getting thrown you know mick foley getting thrown off a fucking top of a cage it's just that was based on kind of this old school thought of you have a famous you know like you make a star not not you have someone come in and play how do you 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 know like re- wrestling is uh, wrestling has always been kind of a formulaic thing right i mean like there's you it's, know like it's theater you, you know, there, there, there's a theater. for you know for the testosterone charge well it's 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 carny it's 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 carny high theater right yes absolutely that's a good way to describe it you know, it's 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 just as much as the Greek drama and everything else. It's just it's come. You know, it's back up from the carny side. So, um, having said all that, the you know they made a bajillion dollars signing this deal with Fox to get SmackDown over there, and then they've proceeded to fire every single person on that that side of the fence on the program that, that was on the Fox side that made that program compelling. And you can also kind of see it because the Fox one is where the most effort goes in because there's way more money and legal consequences if that thing fails. Right. And the primary one, which was Monday Night Raw... Raw was always the premiere show, from what I remember. Yes, because well, because the other other because SmackDown was was on the 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 fucking my the you know as much as Fox used to get bashed. You okay? 
I'm sorry. I'm just listening to dogs telling me. I can't hear them. They're telling me important things. No, so the 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 deal is is that like really it's 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 weird because there's two entirely entrenched but disconnected realities occurring. So there's the you know like people growing out of it, blah blah blah. You know like that, but you know like. Wrestling is kind of like I'm trying to think. Of it. Wrestling is very much like comic books, I guess. It's like it's like it's 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 almost like an entertainment form that outstrip. You know, like the mechanism to produce it outstrip the actual environment that could support it. So, you know, like the, there's, you know, like the WWE. Are we saying that WWE just can't get away from retreading old characters? Well, and that's it, like how they, now they're stuck in a situation where it's constantly going to happen. Well, I guess the thing is, is that really what it, what it's, what, what's, what's weird is that it's the first television program that I've ever seen converted into an investment vehicle. Like they have to keep they have to keep doing stuff that is ultimately detrimental to them. But because it's literally WWE exists solely for the sake of maintaining the value of WWE stock. So here's a question then. Is this constant um is this constant like bringing back of like really old wrestlers? Now like I mean, relatively old wrestlers. Is it is it a product of WWE, or is it kind of the reason why WWE continues to like kind of be stuck in a hole? Like, is it which came first, chicken or the egg? Right? Like, have they always kind of been doing this a little bit, and it's always kind of been this way, or are they kind of doing this a lot more than maybe before because they really think it's the only way they can make like a pop for their for their product? Well, the 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 core problem is is that uh, they their their whole legacy is based on them eating other people's dog food. Well, and yeah, that's the thing. They, like WCW failed because they just couldn't keep up the race and the money, essentially. Yeah, yes, but but, but 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 you know, and more you know, and more to the point, like they weren't, you know, the the same people that killed WCW. They've brought, you know, they brought in that business practice onto the WWE side because yeah. WCW failed because it was run, it was bought out, it was run. Actually, so like really, there's three phases, which is that it was run by somebody who had no idea how to fucking run a business properly, um, which was Jim Crockett, mm-hmm. um, and. He got really pooched because even though Vinnie Mac there uh, didn't know how to, you know, he wasn't the super promoter at the time. He knew how to fuck people better. You know, it's like, what, what is it? He knew how to play his enemies, not yeah. not necessarily make his own shit, but he knew how to profit off their mistakes. He, he knew. Yes, basically, he 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 was very good taking success away from his competitors, not creating his own necessarily. 
Right. And that makes sense because that is that has a narrative narrative of like the mid to late uh, really the like late 90s early 2000s kind of the wrestling wars or whatever if you will. I just you know, I do you think that so actually I don't think we've talked about CM Punk. So the thing Book I was talking about was <laughs> fucking CM Punk. He's back. Um <clears throat> what I was talking about what I essentially the, the story that I was kind of referring to over the weekend was uh CM Punk has is now wrestling in AEW. I don't know if he was wrestling for anyone professionally beforehand. Um, no, he he was he was out. He's been out right. for seven. He's been out for seven years since like since like when he even like he didn't do anything after his MMA, which short lived and rough to watch. Um, but my my thing is, do you think CM? So I, I, I you'll hear some old school wrestling guys say like the death of kayfabe is really like the downfall, and I don't know if that's really hundred percent true. But I no, thought it, kind of like. I, you think I, it was? You, you agree I, with that oh, statement? Yeah, entirely. Really? Okay. So kind of a, ta- you know, before we started recording, but kind of going back to that conversation is that it, the death of kayfabe really, really kind of ruined ruined the uh what the what it? um what do they call it when you when something's so ridiculous in a movie that it just takes you right out of it like breaking the fourth wall not break um something immersion yeah that's what i get for trying to be smart i'm too old <laughs> too sleep deprived um so give me do you have an example like you could you could so, I mean, so, so really, I mean, like, you know, and again, we talk about these things is that really professional wrestling was the equivalent of dinner theater in a stadium. Like the, the, the thing is, is that the, the way it works, because it, it's really, it really, because, you know, like, and I, I, I guess maybe part of the problem too, is that it's, you know, I get maybe get this, get too political too. It's like, the shit, the shit moved to the shit got displaced somewhere else. So, professional wrestling, when it was real, like you had people, like you had to be if, if you were a, if you were a quote unquote heel, you had to be afraid of getting murdered. Oh, like, from like the fans. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, like, like you weren't allowed to be seen with other other wrestlers that were faces, and you know, it's 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 it, it's like even. Even if you were, even if you were in on it, you know, or you, you know, you, you were a quote unquote smart mark. You had to be able to kind of engage to the part of your brain that processed that behavior, right? You know, it's, it's the, it's, 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 it's. It's the you getting really pumped up, just like watch, you know, like even if you're watching a game on TV, you know, like you get, you know, you're watching, you're watching a football game and like, like, you know, the guys fucking go, 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 you know, like that. Even though you're not directly there, you're kind of processing that crowd reaction. It's, it, you know, it's the, it's the. All the shit the, you have to the, go the, through to be that you're, it's, is the payoff is the crowd reaction. Even if it's a negative reaction, yeah. actually, I would argue the more negative it is, 
the more high you might get off it, right? You're you're pulling heat, yes. Because the thing is, is that it's, 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 you know, COVID kind of fucking that up too, but it very much is a, it's the same thing like when you get a good rock show going and you get the crowd right in, you know, like you get the crowd like freaking right into you. And like, you know, sometimes it get, you know, like a good rock show, like it gets kind of scary and you're like, you know, he probably could tell this crowd to go kill someone right now and there's like a non-zero chance right yes that, like that, every front man has one thing in common they all essentially are a uh friend leader cult leader like the yeah. really good front men well and really really in this where we're, we're getting down to brass tacks is that effectively professional wrestling is a theater performance yes it is like we can attach engages, all like the lowbrow stuff with it but it, it, it's the end of the day it is theater but that but that engages that that mechanism in human behavior right correct and it's what it's why it's crazy and it's terrifying and it's run by carnies because normal people don't do this shit. <laughs> well there's there's always this like i feel for any well not for anybody the super fans don't give a fuck but like i even remember um you know when i was in college being like Man, I'm 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 into wrestling. Like I, I I didn't I didn't make that a public thing. It was me and a few friends or whatever that were into it and they would watch and stuff. But you know, it's not like the cool thing. It's certainly not going to get you laid. Um, nope. Which in college, that's like you know, kind of one of the major directives. It's not designed to be that way, but it's but it is what it is. I'm not going to lie about the situation. But it was always wrestling was kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna keep this one in my pocket here. This is gonna be my my little <laughs> my little thing. Maybe yeah, a little you know, a few other degenerates like myself. Is as a person as a person who has paid for wrestling pay per views, I actually I was watching the one that Owen Hart fell. Oh Jesus! Um, I was at the WWE um, Raw. That. It was back in 2002, I want to say. Shaggy won tickets off a radio station. And I'm not going to fucking lie. Like, that's probably one of the best shows, live shows or things that I've ever been to in my life. The tickets were amazing. They were right at the corner there where the wrestlers come down the ring. I literally could reach out and touch wrestlers. It was weird. Um, I didn't, at that point, I was kind of like spinning out of it. I'm like, yeah, not really keeping up with it or anything like that. But dude, the show like those guys are real performers. Those guys are real athletes, guys well, and, and girls. And, and but you know we talk about that, but it's it's that you know imagine imagine if you had a three hour concert where every single person in it was a front man. I mean that's a pretty good description. Actually, that's that's a really good description. You know the this was actually when uh, um, Brock Lesnar was doing uh, dark shows. Yep. So I met Brock Lesnar. I met Sean Stasiak. Um, I met oh Jesus, I'm I'll, I'm forgetting the other guy's name. He's uh, it doesn't really matter, I guess, because he's not like he's super famous with like kind of fans, fans, but he's not like a lot. Your casual fan wouldn't remember. And I met Paul White, the Big Show, which was fucking incredible. Um, at a Denny's after the show. <laughs> That's there on the road. <laughs> did, did, did 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 you buy him a moose over in Miami? No, but Paul White ate over a hundred dollars in food at Denny's, and this is like two thousand two. So <laughs> you could get a lot of food for a hundred dollars. Yes, at Denny's back then, especially. I shook his hand, and I was uh, kind of freaked the fuck out because his hand came pretty. I'm not a small guy by any means, and his hand came up like 
mid forearm on I was like, dude, they were like, you know, is he as tall as he as he says? I'm like, he's it's like, is he really seven two? I was like, the fucker's so tall. If he was eight feet tall, I believe it. Like at that point, there's yeah. such a discrepancy in height that you can't really tell. And I also he, was like, well, you know, but he's slow and big. I was like, listen, the guy's not all that slow, A, but B, he's so large, he could do anything he wanted to you. And you could do yeah. nothing about it. No, there, there's there's two there's there's two categories of giants. There's just the straight up giant, and then there's the Brock Lesnar giant, where like you, you you see that he physically just he's not running, his legs are so long that he just moves faster. Lesnar than, was actually shorter than I thought. He looked a lot bigger in the. I mean, he was big. He looked a lot taller in the ring. He's he's a, he's his, a big guy, but his he, fucking traps are ridiculously monstrous. Yes. Like insanely monstrous well you know there's there's the there's the kind of famous mishap there where he fucking went to so you know as he's gotten older he's gotten a little less crazy but um you know like in his prime you know out of ovw days like he actually used to do like high flying top rope stuff i did not know that no so he would do he would do he would do the jeff hardy Oh Jesus! Really? Like, like the giant swan- swantons? This yes. So he went to do a. Uh, I, I'm sure if it was a swanton or. Uh, uh, it's not a meter silly. Like it, it. It's it's a splash move from the 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 top the corner post to the center of the ring. He misjudged it because it was a uh, him and Kurt Angle and Kurt Angle kind of because he was you know because it, it, it's a big you know. They try and save the big stuff for wrestle like WrestleMania. Yeah, and I don't remember which WrestleMania it was, but he was he was he was he was in a match with Kurt Angle. He jumped. He miss. He mislaunched. So when he came down, he came down straight on his neck. Oof. Center ring. So like you know, decent. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> You're such and a sailor diving into a fucking match. He 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 he. Yeah, he fe- he he flag posted that shit. And he got up and he was in so much pain that he actually had like a psychotic break for a couple seconds. And the thing, you know, like, again, like he is, you know, you talk about like. He is so jacked. That is the only reason he is alive, because his neck was so fucking strong that he fucking tent pegged 200 and something pounds. You know, like a good, (laughs) yeah, good, a good, a good, you know, like a good, like running start. No hand, you know, no hands down. But yes, he like he dropped his entire body weight from about like (laughs) ten feet on his neck, and when you see him hit the thing, weight is that his neck doesn't move. So That's like the stuff incredible. that like like Austin Austin lost all feeling below his neck kind of like you know instant death things. Yeah. He was just mad. Like that that's that you know like Joe Rogan I know he's talked about that that fucking gorilla strength. <laughs> yeah, he's like fucking he is half gorilla. There's no doubt. Homeboy's a fa- is, is a half is a fucking shaved gorilla. He's half viking half gorilla. But 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 you know and again the, the, what's what's interesting is that at the same point it's like wrestling is the only scenario where you can have that and you can have kind of jacked Connie aka aka CM Punk in kind of jacked 
way more tattooed Connie in the same kind of arena, and it's like, oh, this is this is a credible this is a credible story. Yeah, what? They're two very different wrestlers, though, right? Like oh, Brock yeah. Lesnar is just a a physical phenom, like once in a once really he's. He's once in a generation. Like he's yeah, he's a legit athlete. You know what I mean? You had other athletes that were wrong, like and there are way more, you know, uh they're just way better guys that can act, right? That can really like sell it to the crowd without having to be super, super ripped and jacked. But like punk is CM Punk is I've seen definitely some of his matches. He's technically sound enough. You know what I mean? He, he's nothing flashy by any means. But man, boy can sh- to talk some shit on the mic. No, yeah, no. Again, there, punk, punk being the key word. Was that right. you know, like, but, it, but yeah, and that that's the thing is that he's he is Brock Lesnar is Ivan Drago. Yeah, and CM and, Punk's Rocky. And, 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 and well, I, I don't know if Rocky's the well. CM Punk's more. CM Punk's more like a a a a a. An Apollo Creed with less punching power. Yeah, with way less like ability. He's just well, like that's what the you thing in CM Punk though. Like what you what I, you got? That pipe bomb interview, right? Was like yes. that's like his big, big claim to fame where he essentially <clears throat> it's a fucking amazing story because everyone knew that the insiders and the people that really mattered at WWE, like really essentially Triple H and uh Physic Man, did not really like Punk because frankly, McMahon's MO has always been like you need to have jacked, ripped guys, or if they're gigantic, like it's okay if they're a little heavier, right? But he still gives those guys shit for being heavier. <clears throat> and Punk, everyone just gravitated towards him, and and he couldn't help but like kind of break the kayfabe and like break the fourth wall there and explain what was really going on. Let's be real, <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon wants the wants wrestlers that look like the kind of guys that could, that would fuck him if it had yes. to be <laughs> that's correct it is yeah, it is definitely a strange yeah i mean yeah yeah although i shouldn't i shouldn't phrase it like that it's because that's really one that's slanderous and two that but that's that's always that's always been kind of a side you know the side eye in the thing joke because it's 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 very It's very wrestling is wrestling is wrestling is yeah wrestling is wrestling. I'll quote, I'll quote the or wrestling's not wrestling. To quote the thing, but it's a very homo. It's a very homosocial kind of yeah. It's homoerotic <laughs> for some, I guess. <laughs> no, but it, you know, but it, it but it, but that's like it's weird that that gets introduced into it. Like I don't actually it's, think that it's necessarily it's fucking Top Gun. Yes. Well, you know what? And the thing is, is that, you know, it's all a bunch of guys, Jack. It's, it's, it's like a less rapey version of Oz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. That's fair enough. I mean, you know, now that, now that we have some gender equality occurring, it is changing too. Yeah. Which is, which is a good thing. But yeah, for a lot of its history, it really was a less rapey version of Oz. Fair enough. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, not Oz necessarily related uh, content or content like that, but there's a lot of cringy shit, like how they, how like for the most part females were treated, like in the especially in the eighties and nineties. Um, they eventually got cool with female wrestlers, but it was, you know, it's 
for a while there, they're just objects to like kind of be shitty to or or objectify, which hey, I get it. It's your their main audience was like the demographic was like guys from probably thirteen to like thirty five, forty maybe. Depending on like the area and the and the region, I guess. But, but so so I mean CM Punk fucking East Bay. Sorry, I, I would gotta I would <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta stop that. I would like to. It would be interesting to see. I'd like to see AEW. I might. I would potentially get back into watching wrestling, or at least like following it a little more, if there was some competition between WWE and AEW or some other kind of program. Because that's always, in my opinion, been like the biggest problem since like after the eighties. Um. 80s, I just, I was a kid and I just remember, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? So, who was your favorite wrestler when you were a child, like a young kid watching cartoons on Saturday morning? Who was your favorite wrestler as an adult? Um, so, ugly history aside. Yeah, no context, no, no personal stuff, just the character in the ring that you, Really, 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 really like anytime they're coming on, you get so, excited to see. I mean, you know, because uh, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a basic bitch. Like, I mean, I was a Hogan fan. I gotta say, Macho Man is still my, still my, like my 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 peak wrestler. That's like, a good one. How about your I, your adult? Still, like, you just doesn't matter. Like, what genre when you were a kid or when you're an adult, it didn't change. I. <sighs> I appreciate different ones for different things, but I think, I mean, I th- yeah, again, like I, I, st- I still say like my, my f- favorite performer wrestler would have to be Macho Man Randy Savage. I mean, Rick, Rick Flair is, super up there but you know i mean other than the casual drug abuse and domestic violence i gotta say that macho man was the 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 person that i would have the least problems involving like having like hang out in a crowd although you know i know that it was a character but i i I figured that if i was in a misadventure like gang kind of movie macho man would be the guy macho man be the guy i want on the one in the squad Fair enough. That's as a child or as everything. That's still not. I mean, like, fuck. I mean, even not, you don't know. Say, you know, but that's that's also biased by. Um, I don't know if you've list, ever listened to Dan Soder. I have not. My my. So Dan Soder is a uh, stand up comedian. He's got a show on um Sirius XM called The Bonfire. Okay. But uh, if you get a chance, because he does. A ridiculous Macho Man impression, uh, along with Winnie the Pooh, and Winnie the Pooh. Uh, yeah, so his Winnie the Pooh impression is Winnie the Pooh is a violent sexual criminal. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Macho Man is your roommate talking to you about like uh, just screwing up stuff. It's like, gotta do. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> leaving the leaving the lights on. It's ta- gotta save that electricity. It's a tax on laziness. <laughs> you put the t- you put the bowls in the seat. Doesn't mean they're washed. 
you gotta, it, 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 you know, but and and he's he's just got the cadence back. But yes, it's just the idea that I I I, th- I think Macho Man is one of the timeless ones. Oh yeah, just, Macho Man's fucking he's amazing. Just gonna, he's just he's just always gonna work. Like CM Punk, I don't know if he would have been, been you know like CM Punk's thing wouldn't have worked. Back in the no, well, he was about cancel 80s culture, and 90s. not cancel country, counterculture, and it's you yes. know, it's you know, you know, Sam Punk it, was kind of like the the late the late um like the late entry of grunge to kind of really just wash away the eroding like steroid fed you know yeah you know dudes that are just that was a relic of the eighties right that's and the nineties but. I'd have to go, man. Moshman's a really, really, really good one. Uh, I really liked Roddy Piper, though. Roddy Piper. He was <laughs> Roddy Piper wasn't a giant dude, but he could talk a lot of shit on the microphone. I so, thought he was so, very funny. So here's here here's here's kind of a question. Non-talking sting or talking oh. sting? Uh, it's so strange. If you talk about so, for those that aren't familiar, I'll run up to speed a little bit back in the 80s and 90s sting was like almost like a surfer dude like baby face good good guy like california um vibes when he spoke right <laughs> and i so that was sting for like two decades almost i i would argue yep but then sting comes back in the early 2000s he kind of disappears for a little while a very 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 little while in the mid 90s not really super popular at that point um he had some injuries i think he had to deal with or whatever i don't know the exact backstory of that but he comes back as let's call a spade a spade here a complete ripoff of brandon lee's uh version of the crow and i have i have to add one i have to add more so after wcw and uh after the WWE actually before the WWE thing when he was in TNA because you know yes. again it's did you ever see Joker Sting I never saw Joker Sting no I'm not familiar with Joker so Sting. he went from surfer dude to rip off of the crow to people bagging on the crow so when he got super talky again he full on went Heath Ledger the Joker Reimagining of him. I don't like. I'm seeing pictures here. And and keep going. But but you know, and again, it's it's just it's just you know, and again, then we talk about the psychopomp and babble and everything. Because yes, so he went he went full on the Joker, and uh, Hulk Hogan was the Batman to his Joker, i.e. Him trying to torture out the real Hulk Hogan from Hulk Hogan at the time. Okay, I got it. But it's it, it, it's really I think the the biggest thing. You know, actually, they talk they talk about that now. The biggest thing that you can see is that. Um, I like 
crazy wrestlers when they were having fun. Yeah. Yes. And like, Macho Man always Ma- Macho Man when Macho Man got to be the full Macho Man, he always was having fun. That's true. That's a good point. Um I mean Joker's thing I've never seen, so maybe I'll have to search for that on, on YouTube. But I think the guy's got balls at least, right? Like he's willing to essentially reinvent his character with the base of its sting in three different kind of iterations. Like the first one, you're just the ultimate baby face. And then you're kind of the anti-hero. <clears throat> and then you're just, then they're essentially kind of look like the villain. Uh, not that he was a villain, but he looked like he was having fun at least. <laughs> um, ultimate warrior. I mean, other than the fact that he became a super conservative. Well, we're not talking dip- about personal stuff. Yeah. We're, we're excluding personal personal How, lives so yes i mean like you know the the cocaine the cocaine fueled mania uh, of that time so yeah fun fun fact um he and sting actually are uh, started together like that as gimmick, a tag team yes. well you could you could tell right because Sting's essentially sting's original face paint from like uh even before the wcw days um was essentially half of the the Ultimate Warrior like, you know, mask painting or whatever on his over his brow and his eyes, which is pretty cool. But you know, you know, and again, it's 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 that it's it's kind of that cool. How do you put it? They effectively started as the same character. Yeah, and just <clears throat> the diver the the wild <laughs> divergence. Yeah. That's that's uh, quite true. You know, guys that never get talked about or don't get talked about enough are guys like Big Van, Big Van uh, Vader. Like Vader. that dude was doing like he was like doing backflips off the top rope at like three hundred and sixty pounds. Yep, well, not like three hundred and sixty pounds muscle. Like, he had a little fat on him. Well, not, he had a good amount of fat on him. So Vader was awesome. Vader's problem is the same problem that a lot of the majority of wrestling has now, which is that Vader you know like so there's there's different there's like different styles of wrestling. So there's the there's the Lucha Libre, you know, super high flying crazy shit, you know, like acrobats. Those guys are awesome on. too. Yeah. I yeah. love those. Those are great um, to watch. Uh there's what they call strong style. Which is the you take a beating and just keep coming. You know, it's the the you have to be strong. You know, it's it's the because you know like uh, there is hard style, which is that you you know the the Terry Funk. I don't understand why his punches so look so realistic. It's because he's fucking punching you in the face as hard as he can. You know, you're see you're seeing freaking bir- you know like you're in a wrestling match. You start seeing birds because he just freaking bounced you, right? And he's like, okay, kid. You know, Terry 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 Funk freaking you know, and you know, and then there's kind of the traditional style, which actually really goes back to the you know, f- Flair really is kind of the quintessential example of it. You know, the the the. The chest, the chest, the chest slaps getting bust, you know, getting bu- like old 
old 50, you know, going back to like the 50s, you know, like the 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 the, the, the traditional American wrestling style. Um, and then there's kind of this new thing that came up, and I don't know what you want to call it, but like the Hulk Hogan doing the leg drop, stuff like that. You know, it's the it's it's a variation of that, but it's, it's a the, hype. Like, it's like a hype style. Right? Maybe like, hype. Maybe hype style is the best way to phrase that. Yeah, because you know, like there's nobody's really nobody's getting really hurt to sell this, right? You know, right. like you you can say that you know, like getting bust, you know, getting busted open. That isn't the same thing as like, oh, by the way, I can't feel, I, I can't, you know, like my legs fucked up for three weeks or something like that. But you know, like you're not, you're not deliberately induced, you're not deliberately inflicting or receiving a physical injury to kind of really sell the drama of the moment. You know, it, I mean, like I think, I think Hogan's got busted open a couple times, but. Later on, not early in his career. Well, yeah. really in the eighties, well, that wasn't a thing. Like not really too, all that often. Well, in, not in not not, not not in New York. So yeah, because really this, this is the Southern versus right north northeast kind of. It's a, it's a, it's a weird. It's weird that this thing that was invented for state fairs evolved. You know, like uh, evolved into such kind of a. What you know, much like there's regional, you know, kind of like regional dialects, but yeah, the the thing is, is that uh, the big the big guy there kind of stomped out everything. So now it's like people in Callet Theater auditoriums, and then the giant guy, and then there's this other thing called AEW now. Right, and that's and, kind of trying to marry the marry those two. Right, it's trying to. I would say anyway, it's trying to. Bring back the old roots of the territory wrestling, um, maybe even not though. Maybe that's not the case. I guess I I did the I, I guess the thing is that so maybe show like as I say I'm not a fan. I watched the press thing that they did after AEW went off the air, and they had there it was a Tony Khan and CM Punk basically just doing a press conference via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because it's a multi-million slash billion-dollar organization, and they have a blue they have a blue Yeti microphone and two pairs of quasi gamer headphones on. Yeah, doing this professional thing, you know, because you know, because Zoom calls and stuff like that. But you know, I I just appreciate I appreciate the lack of pretense. Sure. But the thing that they talk about is that you know there's there's some really stupid stuff on their side of the fence, but in general, everybody over there is having fun. Yeah, like, it's definitely it, it's, it's it's a more you can, you uh, can, wrestler friendly <clears throat> kind of setup. Like you don't I, <clears throat> you don't have to be the top guy and everyone else essentially eats shit, right? There's not it doesn't seem as if there's this pettiness that really was created mostly by Vince McMahon. In professional wrestling, where it's like you know, if you're not in shape, you're not the type guy. You know what I mean? Like, well, because are 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 you familiar with Jim Cornette? I love Jim Cornette. He's a national oh, treasure. It. Yes, he is a national treasure. That m- miserable, cantankerous son of a blue blah. <laughs> he's great though. You know he's he's had some pretty strong takes on this, and 
you know, for the most part, I've agreed with him. And I think this, but like this, this last Friday, you know, maybe this, maybe this thing, do you ever have that moment where you just kind of like fundamentally reevaluate something, whether it's important or not, and realize that maybe you just, maybe you just didn't get it. Yeah. Yes. And, I've, I've had, I think a lot of people have had those, you know, and that, that's the thing, you know, and again, like kind of dumb, you know, cause there's way like more important real world shit to be kind of think about. But the, the, the thing, so there's a talk about, you know, like, cause again, this goes back into the background of like wrestling being like a carnival attraction, you know, and carny, carny, yeah, yeah. carny, carnies are implicitly scam artists. It's kind of just the part, it's part, part, you know, it's, that's not, that's not, that's not a slanderous statement. It's just that the, 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 Listen, they you know, run. They live their lives and earn their keep by creating one-sided games. <laughs> you know what I mean? That get people yes. to buy tickets. Yes. No, no, no. You're, you're, you're. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. Like anybody listened, I worked for a glorified carny Silver experience. Beach? No, uh, oh. the casino. Ah, uh, that's true. Actually, I was gonna say, what well, as I'm saying this, it sounds like a casino. It's a casino. It's 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 that you 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 know that this is a bad idea. But we've roped you in, yes, because it's it's kind of intrinsic to that. But it goes back to the experience that you're effectively it's the cult leader thing, right? You're you're latching into that same, um, you know, displacement displacement of or uh, something suspension of disbelief. There you go. Yes, there you go. But it's Tony Khan got like Jim Cornette's gone off and off and about how Tony Khan's like a mark and you know like he's a sucker and like he, he wants to be buddies with the wrestlers and everything like that. And I totally get that. But if you know like you watch this junket and I I I because again like you know it's you know CM Punk talking about why he came back and everything like that or what you know like again they're talking Tony Khan is a mark. Tony Khan is a guy who makes questionable decisions and so fucking what you know it's it's well it should never ever really be see this is also something that i at the time it was entertaining and it was entertaining because it was kind of fresh but unfortunately it's turned it into this thing where the owner of the organization of the actual business has to like everyone feels the need they have to be a part of the show they right a, they have to be a character well and actually yes because this this goes so this goes back to like one of the things Cornette talks about too which is this idea that management was always supposed to be kind of this faceless thing yeah that you were against you weren't and i guess where this is going is that this is uh, you know like you know, we're we're you know cons and market like maybe but the thing is, is that he talks about it's like he's actually he's actually interested in how his wrestlers are doing. He's actually interested in like their health and safety and that it's a good place to work. And I wonder how much of you know like Carney said like maybe Maybe the, th- the reason that things are so fucked up is because that would that that the it's the same reason why that scene is such like kind of a weird thing to do. Like 
if you're in a creative if you're in a creative exercise this shouldn't be the equivalent of nailing my dick to the floor to do that you know like it it, it if it's something silly you should be having fun being silly it shouldn't right. be a miserable cantankerous backstabbing well i you know, think that i think like jock, jock hazing you know like jock hazing thing you know that's right i agree and i i think unfortunately because of the kind of wwe dominance i think that there are very few people that actually have the balls to kind of go that route um to be just who they are just maybe maybe a wilder version or a more fun loving person of who they are <clears throat> but there i mean there is proof the you know Mick Foley's probably a great example of somebody that was just like, I can only be kind of who I am. I am not by any means a uh, <laughs> a uh, Greek god <laughs> over here looking like this. I look like he's a normal a, dude you would see at a bar. I mean, like, you know, he's super hunched now because of the whole, like, you know. Well, that dude also, yeah. Hurt. But, I mean, I mean like, Mick, Mick, Foley, Mick Foley is not a small man. He's not small, but he's not. You're looking at the other guys. He looks, he's different looking. He's not a giant, so... You know, so you can't really get away with being flabby. Well, well you know, but but also, the, but the thing is, is that this this goes back to that too. Is that like you you've you've tanked yourself because it's an escalating, it, it's it, it's an escalating war that you can't you you that has to end at some point. Like a war you of attrition. These, well, you want to you want giants, but the thing is, is the only way that you can make a, a legitimate threat to to another giant. You know, to to a giant in that kind of world is getting a bigger giant, and there's like there is a cap on how big a fucking giant can be, be and last and, and live. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, it's uh, I, he played it the best way he could. Like that, as far as like how a wrestler could play his like his limits up to like the highest limits is like, listen, I'm really good on the mic. I'm a he's a lovable guy. He's never like I remember when Mankind was a heel and it was it was he was pretty good heel too. Um but he's like I can get the shit kicked out of myself and people will love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people will keep telling me to get up and he had a a very he has a very interesting like kind of charisma that like he just wouldn't have, if you if you put that on paper you would be like why does that? Why would that fucking work? And then, frankly, I think they had a lot of doubts taking him on. Right? Like it wasn't well, like he was like a favorite of of McMahon or anything. Well, that's because you know he's yeah, because he's not he's not very good. Not Mick Foley, but but McMahon. But it's yeah. um he. I don't care who you are. If you ever see those old, like even the ECW from like Mick Foley, when his voice, like back when he could still make his voice break uh -huh. on demand, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's crazy. Like, do do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, as a, as a, it's, it's a visual audible joke on the radio, but like he can make that like puberty voice squeak even in his even in his thirties. Yeah, yeah. And he just was very good at like using it as a lyrical. Like when you when you heard him rant, it was like listening to someone sing. Yes, he had a cadence, and he had that that break and that weird. It was just that the guy looks fucked up, and man, he's he talks as if he's fucked up as well. There was no there. It was a completely like beautiful marriage of both personality 
and like looks, right? It's it just he married them together very well. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. No, that's all good. Um, but you know, it, it, again, it, it, it's Mick Foley. I mean, other when he was in horrific pain, you know, and he needed because. Yeah. And again, like you, you can tell when Mick Foley was having fun, and when Mick Foley was just doing it for a like. If you ever see his TNA run, when I did, I didn't see that. I can imagine it wasn't great. Well, it's because he was already used. Like WWE right. told him that he couldn't couldn't wrestle anymore, and he went to another company to go do it because doctors wouldn't clear him. Because yeah, because it was probably a good idea. <laughs> it was probably a good idea that they. Yep. But uh, and then he find yeah finally he's like you know what actually this is yeah I I, I like I like having a brain um, yeah I'm, I have kids I, that I, I love and a family I love and you know <laughs> I really I really I really need to be around for them so uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop doing this yeah thanks um but I you know. I would say I'm not a big uh, like huge John Cena guy, but he was in uh, Suicide Squad, and he was actually really funny in Suicide Squad. So I think he may have finally made it taken a couple decades. He may make the real transition to Hollywood, similar to like Dwayne Johnson, where I out of all of there them, there might be I'm a place su- for him. I'm surprised that Batista. Oh, he's, yeah, I know, but he's he's it's weird. I'm pretty sure um uh what's his character in Guardians of the Galaxy? Why am I Dra- the name? Dra- Drax, Drax the Destroyer. Yes, I'm pretty sure like that 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 was written for him. Like he is well he's he great ba- in that. He basically said that that's that's that is the uh that saved him from poverty. Like he left WWE and he was real bad about keeping money, I guess. And he was, yeah, like the, he was, he was on the way to destitution and that kind of, that kind of bailed him out. Then he, then he, then he got, then he got himself back together, got one more WWE run in there. But yeah, it, it, it's, and this again, like this goes back to the, You know, the, 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 you know, and you can say like adult, you know, adults, uh, you know, they're all, they're all adults. They, they, they wrote their tickets, they bought their tickets, they know their chances, but like the, the, the WWE's employment, employee enrichment program consists of having somebody come and tell you, don't do drugs and save your money. And <laughs> there it ends about there. Do you want these steroids? <laughs> Do you want these steroids? Well, you know, but and again, it's like the weird, you know, because the, the, the thing is, is that like, I wonder, I wonder, like, because Cornette talking you know, again, this goes back to Cornette bagging, is because maybe this is like, it's like, I, I have some problems with wrestling now because I realized that fundamentally it was a very exploitive thing so i don't know how i you know like people you know people 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 bagging on fucking only fans 
you know, getting rid of sex, you know, get, yeah. How about that? That's, like, that's, I mean, not to necessarily, not necessarily jump off subject, but that's actually happening. I know we talked about this a little while about, back. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about one pimp to an indirect pimp. Right. Like, let's for- <laughs> what? It's the, it's the weirdest. I believe it's because they're getting pressure from their financial supporters, essentially, like the no, banks no, and stuff. No. So, so let's actually, so let's, uh, I, I can tell you exactly the sequence of events that led to this. Okay. Let's hear it. So, MasterCard told OnlyFans that if they didn't comply with a certain uh, content administration rule, that MasterCard was no longer going to allow any fund handling to, you know, they, they were, they were, uh, they were they were going to stop all funds processing for them. Um, the reason that uh, Mastercard came down on them is that one person from a hedge fund called up the president of Mastercard. And told him, why are you doing business with a place that provides child pornography? I knew I had to come down to that somehow. The one person that called the president of MasterCard was a person who got harangued by this whack job, dominionist, Christian evangelical group. That is in the process of uh, basically going after all of these. Like they're actually going after Twitter now. But, um, and the thing is, is that the group that's doing this also has, um, also has some very serious ties. Well, you know, has some very serious ties to kind of the Mercer super. You know the the, the the crazy billionaire crowd. Um, yeah. Also, also like the words "blood purity" come up a lot. The old Epstein crowd. Uh, I I don't I yeah see I don't know if there was that many white supremacists in the the Epstein crowd. You know. I guess, really so let's know. let's get back on topic though. This guy's a fuckboy weirdo. Fuckboy weirdo. Um. But actually, it's a lady. Okay, this broad is a fuck girl weirdo. Weirdo, but um, but but yes, and 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 the gist is is that like, uh, because of their success getting certain legislation passed earlier, uh, during DT's DT the and the Republicans kind of running everything. Um, are you familiar with uh SOPA? Or this, uh, actually not so. What's the was the child protection one? Uh, it, it 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 basically it's the basically what started the first apocalypse. Gotcha. Yes, I I do. Yeah, I know. I know what you speak. The name of it is not coming to me right now. So freaking regardless. 
but I, I guess it's CIPA. That was that was CIPA, okay. Child Internet Protection Act. Yes, yes, yes. But um, what what this really is going on is that um, we. We kind of we've we we've really kind of fucked ourselves into a corner by allowing everything to be consolidated down to two or three providers for everything on earth. Yes, at least in the Western country. And it's just uh well, we're gonna we're you know, like we're we're gonna we're gonna have two or three companies and then we're gonna have like 160 people that have almost 90% of the wealth on earth. Right. So and... essentially what you're saying is like they do the things the same way that Pornhub does. It's just the creator is really the one that's kind of making the money, but they reg I would assume they regulate their site exactly as Pornhub does, which is they're probably not going to be allowing anybody to put child porn on there. You know well, what I mean? Y- and just be like, yes. "Oh, no worries." Well, yes, but the the the, the gist is or the, the the problem is the crux is is that that they're they have the way that the the, the legal encumbrances have been structured is that they they can meet the legal so OnlyFans can meet the legal requirements for. Sorry. What do you call it? Uh, what do they call it? Title twenty three is effectively, you know, it's like how the internet. Like, if you're an ISP, you're not supposed to be. Re- re- you're not supposed to be responsible if somebody breaks the law. Doing something over the internet, right? Okay. Like if I if, if I break the law with my internet connection, Spectrum Spectrum Internet is not. But you know, the Spectrum company is not responsible for the thing that I did. Yeah. Right. You know, but in this case, they're they're saying that they are. Well, no. So what what it is is that there's that effectively we've created an entire separate legal uh, functional legal system, uh, due to the due to um the way that capitalism works. So that yeah, it's great that you say this, but we, if there's only two payment processors on fucking earth, um, you know, one can't one can't do. A different thing than the other one can, because you know, like you say that when well, we go to Visa, it's like no Visa, Visa to maintain interchange is going to have to, you know, Visa's value is that a Visa transaction is transparent to a Mastercard client, right? Yeah. Vice versa. So if Mastercard makes a change of policy to the customers. Visa's just going to do the same thing because it's not it's not it's not a burden to Visa. It's a burden to the customer and the customer doesn't have a choice of who they can go, you know, because you don't have it. You don't you, you don't have a another arbitrator to kind of deal with. Yeah. Ultimately, you're saying there's only a couple places that will process payments for you. And if they kind of make the same rule, then you're fucking boned. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the only thing that the, the thing is, is that like. There, I guess, apparently, there is no, uh, there is no actual legislative oversight on the credit card industry that prevents them from 
doing this kind of stuff at this point, I guess. It's just kind of crazy to me because I guess you, you're kind of the OnlyFans. I guess they're screwed, but I guess I don't understand why OnlyFans is screwed. You know what I mean? Like, oh it's no, I mean, like they're, no, they're 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 going to come for everyone else. It's it pa- Patreon. Okay, gotcha. OnlyFans really only got big because Patreon already had already dealt with this. Like a similar thing. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it, it's fucked up. It's fucked up for sure. Um, yeah, and 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 unfortunately, uh, there is no uh, like everyone's trying to pin this on OnlyFans, and now that I hear kind of this, which I was not aware of, it's kind of like no guys, like they don't have a choice. You know what I mean? Like you either shut the website down or at least you know keep the website up and keep some some income coming in. Yeah, it's it's that either 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 they did this, or they were not they they were they were done as a business because right. their bank basically told them you know it's 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 the it's the planetary economy equivalent of trying to be a legal marijuana right reseller Distribu- right it's it's always yeah um you can't keep you, know, you have to keep the, your cash on you essentially you're not allowed to make deposits we're not allowed to secure it because you know some archaic rule about fucking drugs and shit like that. Although totally fine for a fucking pharmaceutical company to create something like, you know, uh, name your opioid of choice that fucked people's lives, that fucked a a very high percentage of, uh, of, of this country up with their, with their junk, essentially. Do you not opioid? Did you see that shit where Abbott? So Abbott pharmaceutical or Abbott, Abbott is basically the primary producer of medical laboratory testing okay supplies that kind of stuff three weeks before delta reached peak madness here they sacked everybody at so they have they have they have two they have basically they have two they have two factories in the united states okay that were primarily working on, you know, and they had production lines that were primarily working on COVID test. They had a surplus of inventory of these COVID tests of these, of these rapid COVID tests. So their response, because they weren't going to be able to sell them at the retail price that they wanted was they fired everybody at one of the plants and destroyed all this excess inventory before Delta reached uh, peak flare up here in the States. And now they're scrambling because they can't meet the orders that they're doing now because Delta has Delta supposedly has like a three to six day incubation period versus the seven to 11. Mm-hmm. So you really, really need to know. So what is all right? So essentially, what you're saying is they scrapped all the shit and fired everyone because why? Uh, because that they they weren't they they were they had such a large supply at the time. Okay. That they weren't but, going to be able to sell it for the basically they were they were they 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 weren't moving it. So to get it out the door, they were going to have to drop. Uh, 
they were going to have to drop prices on it. And 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 the 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 gist is that uh, rather than doing this, much like how farmers will pour pour milk out into a field or something like that, or the government tries to do price controls, because they're the single supplier in the United States. They got rid of this excess inventory because they didn't think anybody was going to need it and come to find out three weeks later, oh, we actually did need the we didn't we did need those tests. You know, the surprise Pikachu face. And uh I just like, you know, a, again, it's like really there there I how do, how how is there not a good pharmaceutical company? Why would there be? They're drug dealers or Drug dealers, necessarily, you know, good people. I don't think they're bad people, but I think they're they're out to make a buck, and the, the what they make their money on is the product. You know what I mean? Like, it's just business for them. You're asking because uh, yeah. you're asking a a a large corporation to be led by good people and responsible people. I don't know anybody in any industry, let alone drugs, that. That that are like that that are do that do that. It's not really a viable thing. Those people that are good people and do the right thing don't run massive corporations because they wouldn't be massive corporations. Because at some point, if you want to be a monstrous company, you had to have fucked many people over. Have you ever worked for a, for a company that was? <laughs> uh, you really want to? You really want? You really want to continue this? Uh, Don't want to continue that because I'm pretty sure I already know your answer. You really want to continue? Um, I mean, like you, you, you are you are are you not working for one now? Actually, no. Your your current employer is pretty responsible, right? I'm not going to comment. <laughs> okay. Uh, not as not not as irresponsible potentially as some previous ones. Listen, right? Listen, they're not. Yes. Well, yes, but. I've I mean, yet to a, work for a, a million dollar company that always uh, did the right thing and was a bene- completely benevolent. Like there's I mean, always it, somebody getting fucked. It, it's 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 a food industry thing, man. You know, like we uh, is it's as a person who's worked at a job where the actual sentence "fuck them," they're only Canadians. Came out, came out of somebody's mouth once. Jesus. <laughs> you know, it's 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 part and parcel. You know, it's don't 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 use half and half, people. Right. Oh God. That wasn't for the Canadian thing, but that's that's just a general. I, I know. I I I got an idea as who that is who who was what company that was. I got a very good idea of that. <laughs> Just like a cert- that they 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 sound very similar to a certain Vermont socialist pop- politician who who probably could have been president, but he was too old and too too too, too grumpy. That's and we only fair. like pe- and we only like people who are secretly grumpy and even older. That's insane. So we've actually done something that uh, I did not know was possible. Um, it's uh, we talked literally for pretty much the better part of an hour about professional wrestling, which I didn't think we could do. Uh, I didn't know I. I, know you, I had you, it in you me. were you were that invested. 
Um, well, and then obviously we had to put some porn in there. Otherwise, you know, yeah, it's not well, our show. Yeah, listen, listen, yeah, again, it's like you, it, pimp's got to, it, it ain't easy being a pimp. That's correct. Pimp, it ain't easy. Oh, the dog father. So with that, though, we are past time at this point, uh, and I'm going to ritualistically murder the show. Um, thanks, everybody, for giving us a listen. Appreciate all the likes, all the support. Um, if you have any suggestions, things you'd like us to talk about, my guess is probably you don't want us to talk about professional wrestling a lot, a whole lot. It's not necessarily all of our demographic. Um, but, you know, some of you, I thought it might be a little refreshing to talk about <laughs> something I didn't think I could ever talk about for that long. Fuck you, fuck you. I make you listen to I make you listen to this. Put you Dabroni. in clutch, make you home, make you humble. <laughs> oh Jesus. That, is that guy still alive, the Iron Sheik? Yeah, the Iron the Iron Sheik will just become more incoherent. He will never die. I mean, uh, except that's... for probably except for probably next year. But yes, he no, the Iron Sheik is still <laughs> our stance currently is he will never die. <laughs> He's a, it's just death death is afraid death is afraid. <laughs> <laughs> It will be it will be a bad year. He make him humble. But with that, I am actually ritualistically murdering the show. Ritualistically murdering the show. Fuck, it is Monday. With that being said, though, I cannot do that without Gunner. Gunner, please take us out of here. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake. Ride the snake.